and we're rolling and uh welcome back to the podcast as uh <laughs> as we get into it this is a four-year collab in the making crazy bro yeah like those dms reading back those dms are just a flashback from the past yeah we talked about making a video together back then and mm -hmm. it just never happened I don't know what happened there. I don't even know what the video was about. It's probably some Call of Duty stuff back yeah, then. Yeah, I was going to say it would be a lot different video if that happened back then versus now. Um, yeah, it would be. I miss the Call of Duty stuff, though. I haven't done that in forever. Yeah. Uh, well, if you guys haven't already figured out, we got Crypt on the podcast. That's me. Yeah. yeah. Hello. How are you doing today? That's how we start out all the podcasts. How are you doing? Really? I'm doing great. Uh, doing phenomenal. Uh, I've done a lot of stuff today. Very normal life. Dropped a music video yesterday, spent the day hanging out with my dog, eating some pizza, uh, watching some NCAA basketball. That's like my favorite thing in the world. <laughs> and it's a good I time right now. Yes, yeah, a good time right now in the in the basketball world. Uh, I actually I actually do want to talk about um, the music video you dropped. Uh, Alright. I, I watched it without, like, I didn't just go back and watch it. I watched it when you dropped it, and it was very uh, empowering, and I, I really appreciate the video. What, is there... I don't know if you want to like really get in too deep, but there was there I'm was open a book, bro. there was a good message behind it, and and what was what was the motivation behind that? Uh, so it's I mean it's a true story based um around someone that I met actually on tour, believe it or not. Uh, so it's very fresh on my memory, and um you know we grew pretty close, and uh, you know everything that I said in the song is pretty much what happened. I mean there's more stuff behind it um, behind the whole thing of how we ended up finding out where she was and how that night went um but i mean i it, you know it's just a crazy story bro like i was just stuck in a lose-lose situation pretty much mm -hmm. um you know i i remember being on the phone with her she let out like this big long scream and then just hung up and then i kept trying to call back kept trying to call back and just nothing kept ignoring my calls turned her phone off and so i remember sitting on the edge of my bed and i was like what what do i do like i don't even know what to do right now because you know, nobody really knew this side of her. I had just found out this side of her, and she told me nobody really knew about it. She was this, you know, straight-A student, student-athlete, just picture-perfect girl that nobody really knew about behind the scenes. And, uh, like, I didn't want to I didn't want to call the police. I didn't want to call someone and be like, yo, she's threatening to kill herself. She's, she's not right in the head. Because then that's, like, it just felt selfish on my part. Like, I'm giving away her secret that she's yeah. holding on to. But then on the flip side, like, if I don't say something – she could have just killed herself and I didn't know it, or she could have just taken a whole bottle of pills and, you know, I could just be sitting here not calling anybody. She could be dead in an hour. So mm -hmm. it was just a lose-lose situation there. And I called my mom at like two o'clock in the morning and I just like told her everything that happened. I was like, mom, we got to do something. So me and my mom just went in FBI mode. My mom's like a secret FBI agent. Not really, but I always say mm -hmm. that she is and found out where her town was, all this other stuff and just made a bunch of phone calls and ended up getting a hold of her at like 7 a.m. So it was it was a long story, man. It was a crazy night, definitely a crazy night. Well, it, from from the music standpoint and and what it represented, I think it was a very very good video and good song. Um, so I, I appreciate uh, coming from me. I appreciate you sharing that side of that story. Um, I know it was received pretty well. Did were you happy with how it was received and what people were saying about it? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this was one of those. That uh oh, did my camera shut off? Yeah, you there it goes. Sorry. Uh, this was one of those like I wasn't too concerned with the viewership or anything like that. I just knew it was such a uh, a personal song that I just wanted people to hear. And uh, you know, I've actually 
the majority of last night and early this morning, I've been super upset and sad just because I'm reading all the comments and realizing how many other people have the same story mm-hmm. and like how much this happens to other people. And, um, like that kind of stuff just makes me sad that like so many people go through the same thing. Sorry. My light just turned off. Out of <laughs> you can. Yeah. Like how, how just to butt in really quick, like how relatable, like yeah. it's, it's a sad thing to, to be relatable to that. Very much so. Especially a song like that. Uh, but I mean, it's, it's awesome to see how many people love the song and they're saying it's my best song and all this other stuff. And it's just, it's crazy. It, it's crazy to me every time when I drop the music and people mess with it, regardless of how many views it gets. Mm-hmm. So this one's been absolutely insane. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, I, I just, I just think that it, it's a really good message. I think it's a really good thing that you put out there and then it was also received very well. And I, I think that's great. I think that's, I think it's something that's hard to talk about, but also needs to be, you know? Yeah, agreed. I, I agree as well. But those are the easiest songs to write about is true stories and stuff. Mm-hmm. It just kind of flows off the pen, man. Like I, It only took me like 30, 45 minutes to write that song because it was so fresh in my brain. And it just, you know, it just kind of flew out. So, yeah, I agree. Uh, stemming off the music, uh, I know we talked uh, briefly on uh, a little bit of the Call of Duty, but how... Uh, I'm not sure many of, or how much you've talked about it, but uh, uh, walk us through getting completely going, like full-time music and and how that came about from going where you were. Man, I I don't even remember how it really happened. I know the very first um, trend, as I was going for the Red Recruitment Challenge, Mm -hmm. I know you remember Red back (laughs) in the day. And, um, you know, obviously I fucked with rap music. I liked rap music. And I just wanted to do something to get their attention. And for whatever reason, had the idea to make a diss track on Kiwis, like one of the leaders of Red at the time. Don't know why that came into my brain, but I did it. And like, it got some attention. He reacted to it. And that was like the first time anybody of any notoriety had shown me any kind of love on anything at all. And so I was like, okay, I need to kind of continue on with this rap thing. Maybe I got something going for me. And I listened back to that and it was awful. (laughs) So that kind of brought it into my head that okay i can start doing some of this rap stuff so i think from there i started dissing random people in the community uh like red indies i don't know if you remember him. <laughs> yeah yeah um, indies. I, tensor uh white boy seventh street who still has me blocked man <laughs> funny story behind him fuck that guy um, <laughs> yeah so i just for whatever reason just started dissing random people in the community like that and then i did like the uh, the epic rap battles where i would diss like pretend to be call of duty teams and diss yeah. each other I think I did a myth versus uh, I don't even remember who I, who the other team was. Might have been but, Dare uh, if I remember correctly. Yeah, it was it was Dare because I yeah. just Travi in that. Shout out to Travi. Yeah, shout out uh, Travi. Had him on the yeah, podcast was, as well. Yeah, Travi on it, bro. Yeah. I haven't talked to him in years. Yeah. Oh my goodness, yeah. bro. Man, some of these names. It's awesome to talk to somebody <laughs> that recognizes these names. But uh, yeah, it, it just went on into that, and then I started freestyling while playing Call of Duty, and people really liked that. And then uh, I realized I wasn't that good at Call of Duty, and I was more funny than anything, and I could, like, make rap music. So then I just started doing rap challenges and, like, doing speed raps and stuff because I could rap really fast. And uh, it was just, like, a gradual transition. The Call of Duty stuff wasn't really working for me. I didn't really have too much fun playing it anymore, and I loved music, and people were really responding to the music, so I just kind of ran with it. And now here we are! Yeah. Uh, Was there, like, a video that took off for you that, like, had, like, a jump and or, like, a spike in views or subs or anything like that 
I'm trying to think. There's been several times that it's happened. Um, I did a rap god at 1.25 times speed mm. that kind of, at the time, it popped off for me. It got like 50,000 views in a day when I had like 15,000 subscribers, which was huge for me at the time. Uh, but the first huge thing, I went from 50,000 subscribers to 175,000 in a month. Uh, I, it was when the MGK and Eminem battle was happening. Mm. Yeah. And I did, uh, you know who CinemaSins is? The YouTube channel CinemaSins? It sounds familiar, but I'm not sure. They do like these breakdowns of movies, and they point out everything that's wrong with them. Oh, like, okay. Things. And I just kind of did a parody of that about MGK's song on Eminem and pointed out all the stuff that was wrong with it because I had that mindset of how to make rap music and stuff. And people just loved it. They got like a million views in 24 hours. And uh, I did like a whole series on that. And like I said, that month, I gained 150,000 subscribers, and it just kind of kept going from there. That's absolutely crazy. I all these videos that you're saying, like I'm, I actually like remember them because I avidly watch your channel. Like I avid, like oh, I'm, really? I, yeah, I'm a fan, and I, I watch all these. So like when you're saying it, like I'm like, yeah, yeah, I, I remember that. So that's, that's crazy. crazy man. Yeah. Yeah, and that specific video, um, I remember I uploaded it, and it was the first time I had ever done any sort of reaction, anything to somebody else's song. And uh, I uploaded it, and it got a ton of hate in the first hour. It had, like, a ton of dislikes, people bitching at me and stuff. And so I took it down because I wasn't used to that. I wasn't used to so many people not liking what I put up. And uh, a guy that I still make music with now, his name was PFB back then, but it's Postcard now. Uh, he's like, bro, don't ever take down a video. You never know what's going to happen with it. So the next morning, I put it back up, and then that's when it got 24, or that's when it got a million views. So if it wasn't for him and I didn't put that video back up, might not have made it to where I was at. That's crazy. That's like, that's so mind blowing. Could like, I know, man. The biggest what if? For real, like definitely the biggest what if. So shout out to my man Postar for that. Yeah, I, I mean, you've you've been able to. Uh, uh, I don't know if you want to call it work with, but uh, been able to be in contact with some pretty cool people in the space. And uh, is there anyone who is who's Gave you good advice on whether it's music or YouTube. Uh, anyone who's been a good mentor to you? Uh, yeah, so like all of the Red guys, whenever I went to the Red House, that mm -hmm. was a huge experience for me. I only had like 13,000 subscribers at the time, so I was like, like, nobody knew who I was. I had won the Red Recruitment Challenge. But when I went there, I learned a whole lot about making YouTube a career. Because at the time, I didn't know how to make a lot of money off of it, and I thought it was unfathomable to get over a thousand dollars on youtube and random specifically helped me a lot with the financial side and like tagged uh, like tagging videos and thumbnails and all that stuff if you remember random yeah uh, super cool dude played baseball so we talked about baseball a lot but just that whole family of people at the red house kiwis random formula gandhi nicks all those guys were huge mentors for me for a long time i still relatively keep in contact with them uh, but those were definitely the guys that helped me a lot on the come up but yeah, after that, um, I just kind of took what they told me and ran with it, and I've really been my own mentor since then. But definitely based off of those guys. I think when when it comes to uh, people who I think are the smartest when it uh, with money, I've always looked oddly enough to random. I thought he was he was. I bet there's a lot of things behind the scenes that he does uh, when it comes to investing and stuff like that. I think he's a very smart guy, and when it comes to YouTube, I think he's even smarter i think he's definitely a good mentor to have in that sense yeah for sure man and i don't know if i'm allowed to talk about this but i'm going to um, <laughs> I, it was way early on 
I think I had like 120,000 subscribers, something like that. He had messaged me about like a gaming house and he was going to buy a house and wanted to know if I wanted to live in it in Texas. And like that was going to be another part of his financial stuff and more of his behind the scenes growing of YouTube and being smart financially. And uh, dude's brain is always thinking like that. So he's definitely a lot smarter than what people think. Mm -hmm. I, I think and very business savvy when it comes to that sort of stuff. Yeah. I think that's uh, super important because you see a lot of people who don't, who will come into that money or something like that and can't sustain their their lifestyle and stuff like that. So I think definitely having a mentor who's business savvy like that is, is super yeah. important. Agreed, man. <clears throat> yeah, they taught me a lot back in the day, man, and I've kept it with me for sure. And it's definitely worked. That's <laughs> hands down. Uh, did you, So you uh, just finished your album? Yeah, just finished it, and it's uploaded for pre-order. It drops April 15th. Okay, so April 15th. Uh, mark yep. your calendars. Mark I, your calendars, boys. I can't wait. I can't wait. Ladies. Uh, what What was that experience like? Is there is there any God, notable God. notable uh, stories or anything like that you want to touch on? Uh, man, it's it's the album was supposed to drop in October of last year. I love October. It's my favorite month, and my very first album ever dropped in October, and I was going to do like a year later album. Uh, the album name was supposed to be Tales from the Crypt 2, which is just the sequel from my first album, which was Tales from the Crypt. It was all a big storyline that I had planned out. It was awesome. Um, but then like some of the biggest features that I never thought in my life I could get told me they would work with me. And I was like, holy shit, I have to have these people on this. And so I kept delaying it, kept delaying it, waiting on them to give me something back. Um, and then eventually like a lot of them just kind of dipped out. But, uh, yeah, man, there, there's a ton of little minute stories like that behind it. Just constantly waiting on features and talking with people that I never thought in a million years that I would talk to. Uh, found out that Waka Flocka charges $25,000 for a feature <laughs> still in 2021. <laughs> um, <laughs> isn't that awesome? <laughs> That's pretty cool. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, just little stuff like that. But, you know, it's a very emotional album. I went through... A lot of trauma and part of it because I learned some new stuff about my mom and her childhood that was just very traumatizing. And I made a song about it called Is It True? And I'm just like yelling at the top of my lungs because I found out what this stuff was. It's just crazy, man. Uh, a lot of a lot of emotional stuff that happened with this album. So when it when it comes to like I don't think I don't think I necessarily understand when it comes to like features like that. Like mm -hmm. is is that is twenty five a lot or not a lot? Uh, it depends on who you want to work with. It's a lot for Waka Flocka, <laughs> just because like his name doesn't really mean that much anymore. Mm -hmm. Back in the day, twenty five grand for Waka Flocka when he was doing like hard in the paint and like work with NGK with Wild Boys, twenty five grand back then would have been nothing for a guy like him. Mm -hmm. But yeah, twenty five grand for people around my size and stuff—that's ridiculous. Like that would just be stupid. Is it, have you is there a track list out yet? Yeah, yeah, there is. Yeah. So I, I are the uh, yesterday are the features out? Yeah. So uh, the features you might not know who they are. Uh, Jelly Roll, do you know who that is? No. So Jelly Roll, he's got I think right around two million monthly listeners on Spotify. Has some really big songs out there. Um, Adam Calhoun, probably don't know who that is either. It's a specific specific rap scene that they belong to. Um, futuristic. Uh, Chris Webby, Luke Gone, and another guy named Atlas. You might not know who any of these guys are. I think I've heard of Futuristic. Yeah, Futuristic. 
Uh, he's had a lot of viral videos as well. He used to do like nerd raps and stuff on Facebook. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he's got a lot of viral videos. Same with Adam Calhoun, Jelly Roll. Um, yeah, Chris well, Webby. I'm super excited to listen to. It. I will. I will sit down and listen to the whole thing. Um, Appreciate it, man. I hope you enjoy it. I mean, I I can't. I'm super excited. Uh, I love seeing. I love seeing people. There's so many people who who've done bigger things, and there's people who I think uh, can do bigger things. And I'm I'm super excited, or I'm super like uh, proud of everything that's happened when it comes to you and how hard you've worked. Because um, we we started pretty much, we were pretty close, you know, together and and at one time in the scene and then to see someone like you go off it gives a lot of people hope i uh that come from the same place so yeah no, i i agree i mean i watched people back when i was that size go off and do their own thing and that came from the scene so i just kind of took heed to that like there's a ton of rappers that used to play call of duty back in the day i wish i could name one off the top of my head i know everybody uh, uh trippy red yeah he's like an editor for obey i think yeah right uh, Lil, like, and that's just fucking wild to me, man. Lil Tecca was in L7 too. Yeah, that's it. Lil Te- he was in L7. I yeah. Didn't play, I didn't know. <laughs> yeah. That's so crazy. Man. Yeah. That's just it. like the smallest world is like. I know, man. Yeah. Um, it just makes me wonder if I ever like 360 no scoped him across the map and now he's just a fucking millionaire dropping bangers. It's yeah. Crazy. I know. I think it, there was someone, I think his name was like Dare Pooh Bear and he's like a big rapper. It might have been. That was trippy red. Yeah, Nuda Nuda was telling a story. He he thought he uh had uh Dare Pooh Bear set up for him in an MW2 lobby for trick shotting. Man, that's crazy. That would Man, be like Nuda. the craziest thing ever. That would, bro. I, I miss Nuda. I haven't seen him in forever since his Twitter got banned. He's again. He's on Twitch. Right. Like he's on Twitch. Yep. Uh he streams quite a bit and uh well, good for him, man. I yeah. know he went through a little bit whenever he was in sore. Yeah. No, he's not in sore anymore, is he? Uh-uh. Okay. Golly. Blast from the past, man. Yeah. I love talking about this kind of stuff. Yep, and giving you some nostalgia kick, huh? Absolutely, bro. Um, I I have a maybe a controversial question, but who in your eyes is the best YouTube rapper? Me! Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, <clears throat> I don't know, man. It's so hard to di- differentiate and like, what is a YouTube rapper? What's yeah, a YouTube for rapper? sure. Uh, I think Quadeca makes the some of the best music out there. I think Luke Gone makes some amazing music out there. People shit on him a lot because he raps fast, but like I've seen the behind the scenes of him and I've heard a lot of the songs that he's made. He's very good. Uh, you know, there's just you don't really know who's a YouTube rapper because I I don't really consider Quadeca a YouTube rapper mm-hmm. anymore. I think he's he's kind of moved on from that kind of stuff. Uh, same with Dax. I think they just both kind of moved away from that title, and they're both very talented people, so it's, mm-hmm. it's really hard. But yeah. Who do you think? Um, I really like Quadeca. Mm-hmm. I I think he's pretty good. I'm not really well versed in in a whole. My music taste isn't very great. Yeah, I feel you. But um, I like I like Dax. Um, uh, I like quite a bit of KSI songs. I think KSI's yeah, pretty good. Um. Yeah, I just I think I don't think there's like too many when it, when I think of YouTube rappers I think of the the corny like not saying yeah. those guys but like you know the Jake Paul disses and stuff like that. Yeah, so. they, they don't remind me of those days. Yeah. Those were the bad days. <laughs> those were the yeah, really YouTube bad. YouTube rap is just it's so so fucking well versed now and there's so many talented people that you guys don't know about. Like I know so many 
rappers that have like 200 subscribers that would just absolutely eat me alive on a track like it wouldn't mm -hmm. even come close to how much better they are than me so I, I know a ton of people like that lex bratcher she's amazing guy named grizzy hendrix uh i i could go on for days bro uh you you were on ksi's album i was that I got it on my wall right here that is the like one of the craziest things for for like me as as I said it a million times, but like where we came from to see you on KSI's album. Who who else was on the so song Smoke Perp? And... Uh, it was Smoke Perp. It was just Smoke Perp and him. Lil Pump was on the original version. Okay. I took Lil Pump's spot. Like, w how does that make you feel? Like, how was that? I... <laughs> That was a wild situation, man, because, like, the history between KSI and I mm -hmm. was very strange leading up to that point. Yep. From where I was on the diss track against him with Dax and <laughs> Deji and Jallo. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you want me to dive deep into that. That's yeah, story. I, I, I do want to get into that, but I was going to backtrack. But you, you can okay. go. You can do that first if you want a preference first. Uh, okay, I'll just, I'll just get into it. So, well, I just first I'll talk about what it was like. Uh, you know, I, I, he held a competition to see mm -hmm. who would get on the verse and, uh, everybody was telling me to do it. I was up in air about it. Like, I didn't know if I should do it, if I shouldn't do it because like I was a lot bigger than most people going for the competition mm -hmm. and, uh, I knew KSI hated me <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> so I was like, you know what? It, it'll get views. Like I, I would love to be on the song, but I know people are going to click on it anyway and I can just kind of show off what I know how to do. And so I just, I rapped, I, I think I did pretty well when I rapped. And I made sure to tell people, like, only vote for me if you think that I won. If you think mm -hmm. mine is the best. Please vote for somebody else if you think they did better. And I voted for somebody else. Uh, but I ended up winning the competition. And well, most importantly, KSI put me in the top ten. Like, he had to approve me into the top ten, which blew, definitely blew my mind. Because mm -hmm. I did not – I think I thought he was going to click on my competition entry and be like, yo, fuck this guy. I'm going on to someone else. Not even going to give this guy attention. But he reacted to it, said it was dope, put me in the top ten. And then they voted on the top ten, and I won. And then now I'm there. Yeah, he did it. I remember his reaction to it. He was like, "Jesus, crip!" Like, and he was just like <laughs> kind of blown away a little bit. So I was, I was yeah, like, "Yeah, like he wanted to hate it." But yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was wild, man. That was a crazy, crazy experience. Especially the way they told me I won, because his manager called me. Oh, really? Yeah, and he was like, uh, "Yo, crips." Uh, I just wanted to call and let you know. I was like, you placed in the top three. I was like, oh, that's cool. He said, uh, you didn't get third, but you got second, so congratulations. I was like, oh, appreciate it, man. He's like, what the fuck, bro? You got first. Like, why the fuck did you think you would get second place? <laughs> I was like, dude, this is crazy. Like, I was smiling like a little kid. It felt like a red recruitment challenge. <laughs> Somebody called me and told me I joined red. Like, that's how it felt. That's, the, kind of that's the craziest thing that you would compare Getting on the game side. I love that. There's nothing better than that. The fact that you just said that. Man, it was the same. Just comparing the feelings, it was the same feeling. Yeah. So, so about the diss track. About the diss track. Man, what about it? Um, how, like, so you, you went, did you go, you, did you go to LA for that? I, I went to LA, but not for that. I went to LA to work on a track with Deji to diss Randolph. Okay. KSI's best friend at the yeah. time. And uh, I originally had dissed Randolph earlier on a song called Warning. Yes. Because he did a podcast, strangely enough. They did a podcast talking about YouTube rappers and who's the best YouTube rappers and all that other stuff. They didn't even mention me in that, rightfully so. I was 
I don't know why I got upset about that. But I remember Randolph saying, like, uh, one of his songs was better than anything I'd ever done and anything that Quadeca had ever done, which was, again, was true at the time. <laughs> but my ego was like, fuck this guy. And so I dissed him, and then Deji reacted to it. Deji loved it. And then Randolph made a diss on Deji and then mentioned me at the end of it, and I messaged Deji. I was like, yo, bro, we got to work on something together. And he's like, yeah, bet. You're flying out to L.A. So he, like, bought me a plane ticket that day to go to L.A. And uh, we were supposed to make a track on Randolph that Wednesday, and I got there on a Tuesday. And I remember when I got there, they were headed to the studio, uh, they being him, Dax, and Jallo, to make a diss track on KSI. And I was like, oh, shit. And Deji asked me if I wanted to be on that diss track. I was like, nah, bro, that's not my beef. Like, he hasn't said anything to me. It'd be weird if I jumped on it, and I'm good. And so they made their diss track. I was in the studio the whole time watching it, filming it, all this other stuff. And then the next morning, I wake up, and KSI drops a diss track on Quadeca and then mentions me and Dax in that diss track. So I was like, okay, if he wants to mention me now, I have to hop on this track <laughs> while I'm here. And so we just said, fuck the Randolph thing. We're just going to straight go after KSI. And so I made my verse in like two or three hours and, um, yeah, recorded that in L.A. We did the music video that night. And early the next morning, then I flew back home, and then the rest is there. That's so that's so crazy. Yeah, I wasn't supposed to be on it. I rejected being on it, and then KSI dissed me, and so then I got on it. That's I first. I want to say I hope this doesn't get none of this gets taken out of context because you said it was no. on a podcast, and then <laughs> I was like, I don't want to be a part of anything. No, bro, I, like, I've talked about it before in some of my videos, and KSI knows I love him to death. I just talked to him today about his hairline, or about his beard, actually. Yeah, because he was trying to figure out how to grow a better beard, and I told him how to do it. So he, he knows I love him. His manager, everything's cool between us now. He's he's dope, man. Cool yeah. Guy. I think it's absolutely insane, the fact that you talked to KSI and me in the same day. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's different. It's not like I had like a full-on conversation with him, but yeah, yeah I mean, he acknowledged me, so that's cool. <laughs> uh, Bro, I'm, I'm so normal. Like, you know this. You know how yeah. normal I am. I, I feel I feel the same like I was I was just talking to my mom before this because um, I was like I, I tell her everything I uh, about like my content creation and stuff every time I get a new guest or anything I just uh, talk to her about it and stuff and she thinks it's cool and she was uh, she was like uh, what if I want to ask a question and I was like mom you can you can ask a question she's like Absolutely. well what what is he uh what's he look like and i was like he i mean he kind of just looks like a normal guy <laughs> like just like well yeah i'm wearing a hawaiian shirt bro <laughs> like i a, love it i, I love like it a, i look like a floridian traveler bro. <laughs> you you live in florida right no i live in kentucky <laughs> oh really <laughs> yeah i'm just wearing a hawaiian like i just i like the shirt i like the way it feels so I, I like the shirt too crypt i, like I appreciate shirt. it man it's pretty gas i'm not even gonna lie <laughs> where do, where do you see yourself in the future like where where's the do you do you have goals uh is it just creating music is it focusing more on something else or expanding or what's what's the deal yeah it's just it's basically just music and um i don't have any like subscriber goal marks anymore mm -hmm. uh, i learned very quickly that the subscriber count doesn't necessarily matter it's the retention of the fan base that matters because, you know, I'd rather have 50,000 subscribers and get 100,000 views on a YouTube video than a million subscribers and only get 20,000 views on it. Um, so definitely my biggest goal is just to keep audience retention, drop music that people really like and can relate with, like the song yesterday, um, and to do do more shows. Like, I love doing live shows. 
which is something I never thought I would ever do because of stage fright and all that other stuff. But it's one of the most fun things to do. And, uh, you know, the end goal is just to be able to do any show I want to and have 500 people there anytime and just party and have fun with people. Mm-hmm. So that's basically it. It's it's not a whole big list. It's not uh, Bill Barr charts or anything like that. I just want to make relatable music and people and people like it. Mm-hmm. Do you, was there a realization? I, I've heard it quite a bit from people who, who've hit that like a hundred or a million uh, subscriber mark. Is that not as fulfilling as you thought it would be? Or is it, is it totally different for you? I mean, it, it's, it's weird. Cause like a hundred thousand was super fulfilling for me. Like, I mean, we, I don't drink at all, but we drank a ton that night <laughs> in celebration. And it was just like, everybody around me was so proud and so happy. And, uh, because they, they watched it grow so quickly. And then when I got to a million, uh, I don't know. It just wasn't as fulfilling. It wasn't as hyped. It was cool. Um, but it just was, it wasn't the same feeling. I still am super appreciative of getting a million. Yeah. Sure. Um, but like the journey was just way different. And at that point, there's a lot of expectations to hit. And so that you kind of move from the underrated aspect to like, you have to do certain things now. And if you don't do that, people say you fell off. So there's just a lot of pressure. And I think that's why it was less fulfilling, really. How, how has that pressure affected you like mentally? Are you? Oh, a ton. Yeah, a ton. <laughs> uh, I, I was actually talking with somebody else today. Like, I remember like never being sad for no reason. Like growing up, I never remember like waking up one morning and just being sad. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as like I was on the internet a lot more, and even in the early days of Call of Community or Call of well Call of <laughs> Community Call of Duty community <clears throat> stuff, I was never sad. Like I never remember being sad or upset. Uh, it was around the time where I started releasing personal music, so you know fifty thousand subscribers and up, um, that I started waking up and just like being upset for really no reason. And uh, I think it's from where, like, sometimes I'll read a comment of, like, somebody saying my music sucks or just something bad about me that I'm not used to hearing. Because, mm-hmm. like, w- from where I'm from, if you say that to me in person, like, you're going to get hit. Like, you don't do that. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just not used to people saying stuff and me not being able to do anything about it. And uh, I think that's where mentally it really kind of messed with me. And especially when the pressure comes into it, like, you know, people that have zero subscribers are – you know, saying that you fell off because your video didn't hit 100,000 views or something like that. It's just like, I don't know, people constantly watching every move that you make. There, there's a lot of pressure behind it. And it's just, it, it definitely wears on you when you know that people are constantly got you under an hourglass or an eyeglass like that. That That's one of the things that r- makes me upset about um, how people view creators is they don't, uh, not necessarily like the falling off part, but but like when they put so much pressure on them and not realize that there's an actual person behind it, that they might like, there's other aspects of your life that could be affecting the fact that maybe you don't want to release a video today or something under that aspect. I I use the example with streamers. Like if you do every single day, like there's going to be a day where you don't want to do it or, or there's something else going, going on. And, but people aren't going to be like, Hey, are you okay? Not the fact that you're like, asking for it but they're gonna go like hey where is it like where's the content that you are saying that you're gonna produce every single day yeah like people they start to see you as like a robot almost like a machine Mm -hmm. rather than a human being 
And that's part of the reason why I try to stay as normal as possible and, like, not have the big ego complex so people can always realize that, hey, I'm a human being. Like, I, I have these issues, and I talk about them on Twitter and stuff so people understand that I'm always going through some stuff. Um, but it still happens. And, like, people that that stream, bro, I can never do it. Like, having a stream schedule, just because my life is so hectic, you never know. Like, you're going to wake up one morning and hate the world. Like, I'm not going to get on and stream in front of people if I'm hating everybody. Mm-hmm. Like, I just couldn't do it. So, that's that, yeah, that's crazy. I do want to put in there that uh, over the past couple years, you have come up in conversations as one of our favorite people when it comes to, like, my friend group because you have never egoed any of us and unfollowed us at all (laughs) and you've always kept uh i called i don't know if you remember uh days or like sore days or myth days yeah yeah i just called him i was on the phone with him uh and he was like fuck yeah i love crypt i love crypt (laughs) that's awesome he's the he's the dominoes guy right yes yes yeah he just quit his job yes or was that real no that that was real that was real he's i I remember when he did that and like saw the screenshots of him talking to the his manager Yep. So I, I still keep up with you guys, bro. I might not say anything to you anymore, but I, I still see everything. I love and it. Yeah, I love it. Of course, I'm not going to unfollow you guys. The only time I unfollow people is if they tweet porn or if they say some really stupid things that just irritate me. And most of the time, I'll let them know if they do it. But like, it would be so stupid to ego you guys and just unfollow you. Just that would just be weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's exactly the reason I unfollow people too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> is, the, is the porn. <laughs> It's so much, bro. I see it all the time, and I was like, "Bro, why are you doing? Like, how horny are you? Porn, bro. Just go somewhere else. Be on your own. You don't have to show everybody." Yeah, it's like I don't want to. I don't want to open my phone in public and that be the first thing that pops up. Oh man, them them Call of Duty gamers. I swear. (laughs) For real, bro. It's it's always somebody from the Call of Duty scene too. It really is. New person I followed. It's always somebody that was like in hype with me or something like in, in myth it's like retweeting some ass on the timeline it's like bro come on what are you doing i i love i i didn't think you would like have that stuff still in your brain at all like this Absolutely, is bro. this is the greatest podcast i've ever done just the fact that you remember <laughs> everything man it was such a big part of my life and such a big part of like youtube because that's my job now so like i'm never gonna forget those days bro never yeah, I still, I, uh, I have the, I bring it out sometimes, but I have my Myth Gaming jersey, and I still, I really, st- yes, I keep it in my closet, and uh, it's a, so it used to be my stream background, but I, I've tried to let go of that part of my life. <laughs> Man, those, those are good times. Who, who is the owners of their or of Myth? Um, it was, uh, Doom, oh, Doom, yeah. Uh, tr- That's right, Doom. Didn't he Doom get arrested or something? Yeah, like that? yeah. I was gonna refrain from bringing up Doom's name, but uh, I never talked. I think I talked to him like twice. Like I, I wouldn't know him if I saw him on the street. Yeah. Do you, uh, do you have a reason why I got kicked? Do you remember that? No. Did Did he kick you? No. Uh, did I kick you? Yeah. <laughs> I kicked you. You and Chop- Oh my god! No way. <laughs> You and Trop. So sorry. <laughs> it wasn't my fault. You and probably tr- was. You oh, and Tropical. God, dude. You I and Tropical. So <laughs> oh, sorry, bro. Listen, you're doing way better now. Myth ended anyway. I'm sorry. 
Oh man. Oh my god. It's tropical of all people, bro. <laughs> oh uh, my god. I can't. He makes beats now, by the way. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah, I did. I keep up with everyone, man. I I I sit here on Twitter all day. Man. So why did I kick you? Um, I was turning into more of a sniper than a director. I said that. Uh, well, Tropical said that me and Crypt have been talking. He lied. You don't remember this? Straight up. I, I really don't remember this. I, I don't ever remember kicking anybody. Mm, maybe it was just him. He probably was. He's trying to put blame on me because yeah. I knew I wouldn't would ever find out. I don't he, know. I'm you not did find out, though. That. Yo, I, I found out just now, and I'm pissed off at him. <laughs> I hadn't talked to him in forever. I'm going <laughs> to see if I can find that in DMs between me and him, if we ever even talked about it. Yeah, I don't know. He told me like, um, you know, what? we're gonna what we're gonna take it a little second on the podcast to to figure out what's what, his name now. Um, oh man, this is man. What what could it be? I don't remember what his name is. I'm just going to search up at Myth Tropical and see if his account comes up. Muggsy. Is that it? Muggsy. That's it. Yeah, that's Muggsy. Yep. <clears throat> Muggsy on the beat. And then it started a war on Twitter. He said, hey, Texture, so me and Crypt have been talking and we are going to be clearing out the director's roster. Unfortunately, we've, we've decided to let you go. Oh, my God. When was this? June, June 12th. 2017. June 12th, 2017. Hold on. We're going to settle this right now. August, July. Man, I'm going to feel so bad. <laughs> I just want the truth, man. I just want the truth. Hey, That's I'll all give I want. it to you, bro. I'll straight up give you the truth. <clears throat> the second I find it. Uh, Alright, June 12th. Alright, hold on. Oh god dang it, man. What'd you say? Oh, What'd you no! say? What did you say? <laughs> oh my god. What did you say, man? Oh no. Man. Alright. I was fourteen, so just a preference. I was fourteen right. years old. Oh, I'm ready. Alright. So he messaged me, uh, I said, who do you think we, we should let go? And it said, well, right now the people that we might have to let go are Tragedy, Texture, and Exact. And uh, he said, anyone else we should go, we should let go. And I said, Hawk, uh, I hate that. Said, I, I hate that I, I agree with that because Exact is a homie. I remember him. Gary. Yeah, yep, I remember Exact. He went to Utah State. <laughs> so weird how I remember that. Uh, Man, what else was there? I, I literally read a message that I said Texture should not be a director in Myth. <laughs> <laughs> I said Texture shouldn't be in Myth as a director. Uh, so it was you. <laughs> and I said, all right, sounds good. Uh, texture needs to be let go. Tragedy is iffy. I've seen guys I would rather have than him. Oh, my gosh. I said, uh, let me talk to Exact. You talk to Texture. Unless you want to put them both in the group chat and we let them know. Ugh, I can't Damn. believe it, man. And I'm the one that typed out the message that you just read out. 
God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's okay, man. It's I, I forgive you. You came on the podcast. That's a form Yo, of repayment. Blame Trip. Okay, Trip's the one that told us we had to start clearing people. Okay, so it's all Trip's fault. I'll I'll yeah. go after him. Yeah. He'll right, cool. He'll probably tweet me DM. <laughs> <laughs> man. Oh, the nostalgia's crazy. Yeah. Oh man. I can't believe you did that to me, man. A formal apology, my friend. I do apologize. And I, you can see it in my face. I'm super embarrassed <laughs> about it. But things happen for a reason, bro. Yeah. I I'm, we're, I mean, you're on to bigger and better things uh, other than leading myth. And uh, and that's where I'm striving to be. So. Hey, do it, man. Leading myth is at the top of my resume, though. I think yes. it kind of went downhill from there. A little bit. I didn't want to say it. It's fine, man. It's the elephant in the room. We can address it. Myth gaming was the height of my career. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna take that and snip it and put it on Twitter. <laughs> Man, leading with tropical and slips was just the greatest time ever. <laughs> I'll never get better than that ever. Not joining Red or doing the NIKSI yeah, album. Yeah, I mean that was just Nothing. even even joining Red like that was a super step down from Myth, don't you think? Yeah, um, I've always thought that. I didn't want to go anywhere else but Myth. Um, Man, so. It's really great that that we can be able to to really come out about this now. Yeah, three years later, four years later, it's almost four years since that happened. Mm -hmm. um, Have you been fourteen? I was fourteen years old. Yes, bro, I was. I was twenty two. <laughs> Man, I'm such a bully. Kick yeah, a fourteen year old from a team when I'm twenty two. Well, you tried to kick. You almost kicked two fourteen years. I didn't know you were about to kick tragedy. Tragedy was fourteen too. Yeah. Uh, I think he did get kicked, didn't he? No, I don't think he did. Ah oh, man, well the team ended, so yeah, we can talk. We can move on to something else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, let me let me just check my notes. See oh, if we man. got everything. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, God, I still follow tragedy too. I I'm glad we can go on this nostalgia kick. Yeah, it's it. I always love doing this. I. I'll sometimes I'll go back and watch a whole bunch of old videos and stuff like that. I don't. Do you ever yeah, do that? I do you ever go back and watch videos? Like from... yeah, all the time, bro. All the time. <clears throat> I've met. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh fuck. <laughs> um, I mean, not so much like the early Call of Duty days, but like, uh, I mean, I I go to like some of the game channels that I did videos for, like the old Red Channel. Like I have access mm -hmm. to the old channel. Um. Like auto, I did a video for auto when I talked about shit in my pants. <laughs> like I, I watched that the other day and how bad I was at editing back then. Like mm -hmm. I didn't even know how to do jump cuts. It was so awful. But, yeah, yeah, definitely nostalgic stuff. To kind of light and to go back on that, I didn't get to say this when when we were talking about it, but I definitely wasn't a director at all. Like I did do. <laughs> so your thing was valid. It was valid. I I forgive you. Nothing was like out of pocket said there. It was totally valid. I was just a little bit salty. I'm glad that we can move on and that yeah, forgiveness for is there. Sure. And the apologies yeah. there. We're good. Yeah, we we're good. We're good. I'm glad you didn't harbor that and just like get on here. It's like, well, so, now I have your IP address and I'm gonna tell everyone where you live. <laughs> Fuck you for kicking me when I was 14. Yeah. Four years ago. I mean, I I totally could have, but I, that's not who I am. I appreciate it. Thank you for not doing that. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I, 
I do want one one last thing. I'm gonna I'm gonna hop up really quick, um, to grab something out of my closet. Oh Lord. What is it? Is it a giant dildo? Am I allowed to swear on this? I've been swearing a lot. I didn't even ask him if I could. I'm gonna stop swearing after this. Giant teddy bear. What are we gonna guess here? Dildo. It's a dildo. I, I can't. If I'm not gonna swear, I can't talk about that kind of stuff. Giant teddy bear with a jersey. Oh, is that his myth jersey? Oh my God. I'm going to do the outro with my myth gaming <laughs> jersey on. Um, All right, hold on, hold on. I gotta go get something then. Okay. Yeah. Give me. Oh, what happened to my? There. Yeah. Give me one second. I hope I can find this. This is gonna be a legendary screenshot, guys. This is gonna be crazy. I I I appreciate Crip for coming on. I don't know if he's ever gonna watch this far, um. But this was this was sick, um, for him to do last minute, and uh, I'm super stoked to put this out, man. Um, make sure you guys go uh, watch Crip's stuff and listen to his music. Listen to his new album when it drops. Um, yeah, I'm t I'm super stoked. I can't wait to see what he got. I'm I'm assuming it's like probably like a red jersey or something like that. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it's a little tight. <laughs> yes. I've got a bit bigger since then. Yes, there I love go. it. I love it. This is. I'm gonna I'm gonna pan out a little bit. Uh, this is great. This is great. This is. Right. Golly, this shirt is okay. This shirt is a large. I wear a two X now, bro. <laughs> Um, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I had a really appreciate great... you having me, bro. Uh, I know it was a little last minute, but I was super down to do it, and I'm super glad that you that you hit me up. Uh, are you are you planning on doing any other podcasts or? Uh, I probably will. I've had so many people hit me up over the last two months to do one, and I've been telling everybody no just because I've been working on them. Mm -hmm. um, but I don't know. We'll never know. Maybe this will be the only one. Who knows? Mm. I exclusive. Very exclusive. Uh, I, yeah, I think we had a great conversation. Uh, I really enjoyed talking to you. You're such a such a humble, nice guy. I I, re I really appreciate you not being a little asshole or ego. So I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, no problem. Am I cooler than Blaze though? Um, yeah, yeah. We're gonna... Oh yeah, fuck him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um... Bro, I made a diss track on him back in the day too. <laughs> Golly, man. <clears throat> Um, yeah, so make sure you guys, uh, the album's coming out April, what's? 15th. 15th, April 15th. Yes, uh, so make sure you guys go pre-order that, and, uh, just thank you all for rocking with it. Um, listen to the podcast. Make sure you guys check out Crypt, Crypt the Rapper on Twitter. Is that, is that a pretty universal handle for you? Yeah, Twitter, Instagram, Crypt the Rapper. Yep. So, yeah, thank, thank you guys. Thank you, Crypt. No, yeah. yeah, thank you, you guys... Myth, Myth Texture. I appreciate <laughs> you, bro. Yeah, anytime you want me back on, bro, just hit me up. It's, it's fun. It's always nice to go down memory lane. I appreciate you, man. Yes, sir. Uh, peace out. I'll see you guys next time.